I love you. Welcome back to the couch. Potatoes just swung on in here. We're happy to have you. A little spider pun swung on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if mine is any good. It's I was oh, gonna say it's the sound of both the cat hissing and the and Spider Man shooting. So, <laughs> <laughs> I am the Green Traveler from Gorge, and I am Spider Man. I am the <gasps> Green Goblin. <laughs> I am J. Jonah Jameson. Okay, I ah. am the Faceless Leo. All of them. I'm all of them. I'm capable of doing that with my Morphe face. Um, Indeed. Yeah, you didn't know until right now. Uh, so yeah, this <laughs> your, is your green ability and my morphability. It it comes in all shapes and sizes, you might say. <laughs> so, you tried to you tried to sue you tried to sue DC and Marvel for all of their shape shifting characters. You're just like this is based off of government experiments. That yeah. Oh my god. I want money for. It. I just really realized that I am our universe's Mister Fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> the faceless Leo. <laughs> oh uh, my god. So this is which, green uh, faceless on the couch. Would you have? And it is uh, a podcast about movies and TV. What ability would I have? Didn't we talk about this in the X-Men? If we didn't, I feel ashamed. No, I don't think we... Yeah, I don't think we did. I think we were about to, and then we skipped right the fuck over it, because we were like, we got 15 more X-Men films coming up. Right. And now I'm throwing you know, it for a loop, and in, in, in the area where it's not a mutant, it's a... Uh, <laughs> A genetic it's, experiment gone wrong, this basically. Is, yeah, well, gone I, right. You can add. This argue. is very much a, a classic comic book uh, story setup. You know, some yeah. kind of something science went wrong to make this yeah. hero po- possible. And the government is always looking for super soldiers. That's and, right, uh, and they're just allowing the, crazy. Yeah scientists to have their super spiders on display at the museum like (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah this this one makes no sense because it's just like i i I, for some reason i thought the spiders were oscorp and i think because they they should be that makes more sense yeah i think they (laughs) are in the the garfield movies but i could be wrong yes i think they are I mean, that's the one, that's the, uh, so, uh, if I were to choose an ability to get back to that, I, I, I would probably choose super speed. That's um, or, good. Yeah. Or regeneration. I feel like the ability to just heal right. would be yes. so fucking nice. Yeah. I would be, I would be fearless. I'd be like, fuck this. I can yeah. fall down this hill. <laughs> Honestly, you know, if I were a mixture of the blob and Mr. Fantastic that looked like the faceless Leon, I could work with that. I mean, you'd be all right with that. I'd be all right with that. I mean, I don't think it'd yeah. be my go-to. I've always wanted to be able to fly, but you know, I'd be able there, to glide if I had that. There ability. are certain. It's very there's certain you know, niceties to applicable. being applicable. Applicable, <laughs> yes. <laughs> applicable, applicable. <laughs> I'm there's, silly. There's, buddy. there's certain. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, there, there's certain benefits that come with being that because it's just like you know, if you were say to be me, non-binary, be like you can you can morph your body yeah. to be female whenever you want, and then That's back right. to male, and you can morph if you wanted to be male, you can morph certain body parts. I 
to be more endowed. <laughs> <laughs> you could. You could. I I don't focus in that area, you know, when I'm being like neutral. So don't, you know, it's like coming out of a cold pool. So just don't, it's not, it's, it's not for looking, but when I'm concentrated, you could, okay. Right. You could be, you could be a uh, lewd, like uh DC's, uh, it, it's, I think it's the plastic man who is like constantly just making himself into women's dresses and oh just wearing him God. and not knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> And then eventually he'll just cut, pop out and be like, hello. <laughs> and they're just like, oh my fucking God. And then they beat the shit out of him, you know, because, you know, yeah. fuck that shit. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, flying. Oh, I, yeah, I did say that flying has always been my number one. Um, and, you know, that would be nice. I feel like a, a person who can fly rather quickly and still has above average strength, as I already do. Then <laughs> look at you flexing the guns. I can't help it. It's genetics, uh, but anyways, I think that they can really do some good. You know, just yeah. fly and punch, well, man. I don't even know if yeah, I don't even know if I would use my abilities for well, if I if I had healing, I feel like I would. Right. If I had if I had super speed. I don't know, actually. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like maybe it's the opposite. Maybe if I had super CV, I'd be more interested in helping. Well, I don't know. I feel like I would try, but I, I would not become a superhero. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's so many people where I'm just like, fuck that person. That is <laughs> I don't fair. think I would be. That I'm not qualified fair. to be a superhero. Uh, moreover, <laughs> I would just save on gas if I could fly. Right. Yeah. Right. That would be I would the definitely main thing not be working. Do. That's for damn sure. Yes. But Peter Parker has to do both. Uh, <laughs> and he wants to do both. He was trying. He's, he's to very do both. excited. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. This starts with him in high school. Yeah, yeah. He's apparently only like sixteen or seventeen yeah, years old. Everybody's played by Tobey Maguire, who's about yeah, who's about probably like thirty <laughs> years old in this film, and does not at all look like a teenager. Nor does Kirsten Dunst. No. Who is uh who is our our version of Mary Jane? Yes. Uh Mary again supposedly 16 or 17, I would assume. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe no it's sense. their senior year. I don't know. If it's their senior year, yeah, I mean, they're they 18. But they do still, graduate in the movie. So they yeah, do it graduate is their senior in the movie, year. but I it's it's very kind of vague the time frame this movie takes. I I would say. Yeah. Um well, it, I know Peter does start college because he's yeah. immediately fired by his college teacher, Dr. Kurt Connors. That's right. he's always showing up late. Yeah. It's just, it's a throwaway Easter egg line. And that, then they bring know, him that, in in the next, the next one, yeah. and then they never do anything with him. But don't make them. him, yeah, yeah. They never do anything with him. It's they so sad, not until fucking Andrew Garfield comes in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So it's ridiculous stuff, man. Yeah, he's going to that's, high school. That's this movie's big problem. Oh, is the time? Sorry. I mean, no, it's 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 all of it's the age of the cast. Mm. It's the the time frame because it's very wonky what time period it takes in. But like it's it's a big it's trying to be big and it's mm. like in and you know, it quite often succeeds, but like that's its main problem is like I'm, I, every time I've watched this movie, and it's been a while since I've watched it, like, I was actually surprised when I was re-watching it that, you know, I still enjoy it, 
Yeah. But there are things that stuck out to me. I was just like, oh my God, this is dated as fuck. And like, <laughs> I don't know, Sam Raimi directed it. I think he did a good job with what he was trying to do. But yeah, the, the age of the cast, I'm just like, who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> I like, mean, particularly Joe, uh, help me say his name, but <laughs> Joe uh, Manganiello. I. I don't know oh, how to um, say it. Um, sorry, I didn't even realize that that's who Flash Thompson was. Uh, yeah, J- Joe Manganiello. Yeah, uh, he plays Flash Thompson, who is dating Mary Jo Man. Watson in the beginning of the that's movie. Hilarious. Yeah, it is. He, I mean, he I, obviously does not look like a teenager. I mean, okay, there were some exceptions, like you know, your, your star football players who looked like fucking adults, but right. All of them look like adults, even the ones who are supposed to be scrawny, like Peter Parker and Harry Osborn. Uh, Harry Osborn's yeah. played by James Franco, by the way. He he mildly looks like a high school student still. Yeah. Mildly. Yeah, it's because of the hairstyle, though. I exactly, think. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. like that. That does a lot to bring it a long way. But, like, that's another area that I even have another issue with it is, um, so, like, if, if you know your Spider-Man, Harry Par- Harry Osborn, Peter Parker, kind of good friends, so is usually sometimes Mary Jane Watson, other times Gwen Stacy, it goes, you know, long list of lovers right. there. Um, but Harry and Peter in this are portrayed as being best friends, mm-hmm. but, and, and uh, later on, uh, Harry Osborne mentions, you know, you've loved her since the third grade. And he, he means it too. He's saying that like, you know, he, once they first met, uh, Mary Jane Watson, which is another weird thing because she moved in when he was six. Um, but apparently he didn't meet her and fall in love with her until third grade, even though Aunt May later on says, once you first saw her, you said, uh, Aunt May, I've just seen an angel. Like, it, there's so many weird like misconceptions with all the love here but in, what what I was what was initially initially was while I was talking about that bothered me was when Harry Osborn when we first meet him he rolls up with his daddy in the limo mm-hmm. and uh daddy is uh, Norman Osborn played amazingly by Willem Dafoe um but he's he's like dad can we go around back and his dad's like why and he's just like yeah. because these are public school sk- kids and I don't want to be the recently you know arrive from private school kid showing up in his father's limo and he's just like you failed out of all these private schools so if harry and peter were yeah. friends in third grade yeah in public school mind you i noticed that too when did harry go to private school like there's so many like <laughs> issues with the script that maybe, I was just like, as I was watching it, I was like, what the fuck is happening? I'm so confused. Maybe when uh, when Harry was going to primary school, Osborne was still trying to make it. like he, it, right. And he was going to public okay. elementary school. And then he got kicked out of all of the the high schools, the, the, high, the high school preparatory right. schools that he was going to. I like I like the idea. Yeah. Uh, except that um, Harry also mentions he's always been rich and his dad's always, always been, been rich. But yes. still. And also, um, <laughs> I do like- another thing, though, another thing is that it could just be an expression. Like, you've been in love with her for forever. Like, yeah. Since the third but, grade. I mean, I think he, he, makes, told me. he makes other comments of knowing Peter back when they were children, though. Yeah, so it's you're just right. like there's it's, some there has to I be some know. kind of somebody, connection between the two. Somebody rewrote the script at some point and did not 
uh, right. catch this like certain dialogue. Yeah, the, uh, the only screenwriter credited, I'm sure there were more that had hands in it, and I'll, I'll talk about Brian Michael Bendis here, but the only screenwriter credited is uh, David Kep of, of like Jurassic Park fame mm. and uh, some others. Well, he could have done the rewrites. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he could have. Uh, but Brian Michael Bendis, who I was going to bring up, I know he was brought in to write some jokes that were almost completely ignored because uh, this Peter Parker is not at all as quippy as Peter Parker in the comics usually no. is. Um, which is kind of a sad thing. I feel like Tobey Maguire has a good comedic angle. And I feel like the, the few jokes he does make are pretty good. But then he just he doesn't make a lot of jokes, you know. And it's just like, yeah. all right, why didn't they just let him quit, you know? Why like, didn't they just let him go? I feel like they should have let him go, yeah, a lot more as Spider-Man. I do kind of like Peter Parker being shy and subdued. Uh, I, yeah, I yeah. feel like that works. But um, I'm not sure that that's how the comics reflected it or that 90s cartoon that we know and love. <laughs> <laughs> I know the 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 only thing I've really read of Spider-Man is the ultimate run by Brian Michael Bendis, which is like a 24 volume long run. It's huge. And then he also from there jumped off and created Miles Morales and then wrote for Miles Morales for like four volumes. So oh. like good run. Brian Michael Bendis of course knows the character. They brought him in to make some jokes. His main joke was that uh when he saw the Green Goblin, when Peter Parker saw the Green Goblin, he was going to make some fun of the suit. Like, that's just Peter Parker's, or Spider-Man's thing, really, is to, like, make fun of the villains as he's fighting them. And he's just like, yeah, he he's like, Peter Parker would definitely say something about the Green Goblin suit just being a Power Ranger, uh, yeah. you know, low-budget thing. And the the executive producers immediately turned that down and are like, no, we like the suit. It doesn't like mean Green Peter Goblin Parker suit. wouldn't make fun of it. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want it. They, they said it cost a lot of money, and they were just like, nope, we're not making fun of this expensive thing. And they're just like, no, the suit's goofy as fuck. Like, when you when we get to the Green Goblin, because that he's the main villain of the film, Norman Osborn, Willem Dafoe, uh, when you see him in this thing, it is a bulky, like, very shiny, kind of metallic flight suit. Mm-hmm. And it's got an open mask. You know, it's got a goblin face as the mask and the, the, the mouth is open. And you can see through that mask Willem Dafoe acting within, which is kind of weird at times because it's, it's really I weird like to see it. somebody's face moving in there. I yeah. don't. It, it really throws off the image of the goblin. Like, cause this is like, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm seeing a goblin from afar, but when it gets close, I'm just like, oh, now I can just see the it man with that. And it's just, it kind of reminds me of like, um, you know, Greek theater a little bit, like the, that's fair. Yeah, the, yeah. And and he has a, a thing with masks, masks, and um, they just are lining his study and stuff. And this is when the scene that Norman actually realizes that he is the Green Goblin because it's a split right. personality uh, sort of thing. Yeah. And there's this scene with a mirror and. All of a sudden, the Green Goblin mask is on the the arm of the armchair. Yeah, um, I love that scene. It's too. a great scene. It's a really it's a it's a good moment for Willem Dafoe to mm. 
to switch his acting style like yeah. on a fucking dime yeah. and, and in camera too for the most part and it's like it's really well shot like Sam Raimi always has a good eye for the camera like he makes yeah. it very fun and very moving and I, yeah that scene is great um so I don't another, know it's just the the go ahead the theaterness of that mask just takes me out of the moment because it's supposed to be this huge you know like all these all these fight scenes with the goblin are these deadly affairs where he's literally killing people, like vaporizing yes. people in the skeletons. And it's, it's very intense. violent and scary. But then you see the man behind the mask talking, and it's just like, it makes it goofy a bit. And I'm just like, man, am I supposed to be intimidated by this man, or am I supposed to be like laughing at his style? Like, it's, <laughs> I don't know, I, I can't stand the outfit, and I really do wish they had just let Peter Parker make fun of it, because that would have, I don't know, it would have guided <laughs> it more, you know? Yeah, it, would have been like, it okay, was definitely I was supposed to be laughing. Like they were like, okay, we can't mess with Spider-Man's iconic outfit, but we can work with that. We can make that look more modern. Um, but Lashy. we can't have this guy flying around on a glider in a burlap sat and a pointy hat. <laughs> oh, I get it, man. I do. I do like it better than that. Uh, sorry, I like it better than the Ultimates version, which is like he's a big Hulk-like monster. Oh, um, yeah, because no, like that. Yeah, yeah. The in the <laughs> Ultimates, it, it's a very similar idea where he, you know, Osborne's working on this super soldier serum thing for mm-hmm. the government. And he he inve- and, uh, and injects himself with it, and that's where, in the movie and in the Ultimate show, uh, comic story. That's where he gains his power. You know, that's where he in the movie, as you said, it's a split personality where there's an evil version of him, kind of like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. You know, but Doctor Jekyll's kind of along for the ride unknowingly, while Mister Hyde is out. You know, beating, blowing shit up with the flight suit and everything. Gotcha. Um, in the in the Ultimates comic. It makes him into this big, buff, grief, beefy, like, green devil-like thing. Actual god That goes around destroying things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it's cool in the comics, but I'm happy they didn't go that route. Yeah. Especially with the Hulk coming out in just a few more years. But, like, <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I, I feel like the suit just needs to be more cool. It needs to look like you can actually move in it. Hey, I think like, it's it kind was of like the, real cool back in the 2000s. Okay, I I really loved it as a kid, but when I'm re- when I'm rewatching, I'm like, this is like I thought it was more than a decade. <laughs> oh, really? yeah, I remember thinking like, why did they change the Green Goblin? Like, I <laughs> I feel like they could they could have done like maybe he didn't need the pointed hat, but like he could just have a Green Goblin mask on because it was something that yeah, Harry oh, yeah. had or something, you know, and or or his love for. Th- for theater like or his saying, love for theater yeah masks. but yeah. like he, that i i felt like the purple tunic and stuff and the green scales still work like they could have right. made it more like a chain mail kind of thing and which they've done yeah, that yeah. in the comics uh, i've seen uh and in uh yeah, animation cool. i've seen them do that uh, right <clears throat> it's just the 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 whole costume this whole movie comes like 10 plus years after michael keaton's batman yeah. Where, you know, where he couldn't turn his neck because of how the suit fit and everything. And this and this Green Goblin is so bulky, we're expecting him to have, like, B- Spider-Man to have issues fighting him. Like, <laughs> Spider-Man is fast and nimble, and this guy 
He's displaying all of his moves really clearly because he can barely move his fucking arms. <laughs> like he's a slow moving man. Like I just didn't. That's it. Just makes it a little. The fight scene is just a little unbelievable because I'm just like, what in the fuck's happening here? Why is you know why doesn't Spider Man just jump over him and just start pounding him right here? Like <laughs> what's going on? Uh, well, it is Spider Man's first super villain. So I know, I know. You know, at this point, and he's just used to uh, stopping bank robberies and, uh, you know, getting old ladies their purses back. Yeah. And I guess, uh, I mean, we jumped into it before we even talked about Uncle Ben. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, he's a... Uh, Peter Parker is in high school, as we mentioned, unbelievably in high school. Yes. Um, but he lives with his aunt and uncle, Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Uh, ben played by Cliff Robertson, Aunt May played by Rosemary Harris. Um, both, you know, I don't know the general age of Uncle Ben and uh, Aunt May in the comics or anything. Are very old but like, here. Yeah, I was gonna say they're they're the oldest here than I think they've ever been. Really, Maybe. no offense to Rosemary Harris and Cliff oh, Robertson. <laughs> it, it, they they are well. Anyways, Aunt May is quite old in that '90s cartoon. And I do That's feel fair. like okay. she was pretty much styled after the the classic comic Aunt May, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I've never, I've never read Stan Lee and Steve Ditka. I think no. is the artist. I've never read their their Spider Man run. Ditko, but Ditko, yeah, Ditko. Stan and Steve. Uh, oh, we did Love get it. a Stan Lee cameo. In, in that's this, true. Yeah, I think that's the first, right? I think so. I didn't notice it. In the yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he was in the X Men or Blade. Well, I don't know. He should have been in Blade. I don't think. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know if he's had any hand in that or not. But whatever. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, he does rescue a young girl from some falling debris or yes, debris. Some debris. So, but yeah, am what you were saying about the plot yeah yeah uh aunt man uncle ben uh you know they they see changes with peter after he goes to that museum trip and gets yep. bit by a spider how it got out why it's out who the fuck knows who the fuck cares why it's at a museum in the first place i don't fucking know makes no sense but it's fine uh you know we get a cool cgi scene of of toby Maguire's jeans changing yes, and everything it's, it's funny i enjoy yeah. it uh that's the that's like a, a weird Sam Raimi love, you know, having to blend a little bit of CGI. Yeah. Oh, like also that. like that the first thing that happens is a skull that flashes onto the le- the left side <laughs> of the screen. And it's like, what? I, like right. the first thing I thought was, what does that have to do with this, Sam Raimi? <laughs> I know. I didn't. Yeah. There's some, there's some imagery that happens. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, this is so trippy and weird. Like. I mean, he loves his horror, mm-hmm. so you know he wanted to make it a, a big moment. Um, also, uh, and then uh, you know after after he wakes up, you know Peter Parker uh, puts on his glasses, realizes he doesn't need glasses anymore. Yeah. He looks at himself in the mirror and realizes he's a little bit of a buff dude. You know, he's not yeah. he's not like built built, but he's yeah. And the night before, now. he wasn't. They showed that yeah. Sam made sure we knew. Yeah. Yeah, I did like that too. It's it's very subtle, but you can definitely like. I, yeah. I don't know if they filmed it before or after, if they use CGI or whatever. Um, but I like, think yeah, it was, he it just was really did nice. some reps. <laughs> yeah, it was just. Bo- I I mean, that's what I thought. I, I you know I thought I it was no maybe idea. just a before and after. Like they filmed it when 
Toby first got on, and then afterwards, after he'd had like five months of of training or what, who knows? Maybe. But like, it, it is a good. I do like that. I think they did a good job at that because it's very subtle, but it's enough muscle build that it's like it is a difference. You know, yeah. it's just like oh, you know, it's funny when he's like looking at himself in the mirror and he's flexing. He doesn't have like a huge bulge, but he's just like, oh my god, what is M-M-M. that? <laughs> Yeah. And then he runs down the stairs and like parkours down the last few steps, and it's it's kind of funny. Like you know, and, and yeah. Ant Man, Uncle Ben don't don't see it at all. No, <laughs> it's just. But they hear the landing. And he's like, whoa, whoa, boy. Yeah, Uncle Ben's the cool Uncle guy. Bee. Yeah, but like, but like they're they're teenage ad- adopted son like i mean he is their nephew but like they've adopted him basically you know he's he's hit that age where he's like kind of drifting from them and mm-hmm. and uncle ben you know he doesn't really like that he still wants to be the cool uncle you know and everything so he's just like i'm gonna spend some time with him and so he's like i'll give you a ride to the to the library where you can study well in reality you know, Peter Parker's got these newfound powers, and he wants to impress Mary Jane with a car. With a new I couldn't car. Believe that that was, I couldn't believe that that was his motivation. When I rewatched this, I was like, like, really? I was listening to Flash's car, like the reason why he got jealous and was like, hey, let's yeah. go get a car because Mary Jane likes cars. Um, yeah. <laughs> the car sounded awful. Flash Thompson's <laughs> car found, sounded like shit. <laughs> well to be fair the car that that peter was looking at yeah. wasn't that great either yeah, it was like <laughs> it was a bit of a junker <laughs> it was like three thousand dollars or something like that which yeah that was the that was the other dumb thing is like yeah he, he he's gonna go to this underground boxing event kind of thing to win three thousand dollars and he's gonna turn around and blow it all on a fucking car i know like, man it's new oh, york you don't the... need a car <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> the fucking truth right there. And your Spider-Man also. You yeah, don't need a car. Yeah. I know he wants it to impress, but still. <laughs> That's another thing. Before I continue with the, the boxing thing, is it's very weird that um, this Spider-Man's webs come from his wrists. It's an organic yes, thing. Yes. Uh, I very did want to talk about the powers. <laughs> like, they, they show his fingers have these like little uh, cilia on it or whatever you want to call it to help him. Uh, they're barbed to help them grip surfaces yeah, like, like a spider. kind of thing. And, you know, that's kind of, I feel like, what he can do is yeah. in the comics. That's basically what his power is besides Spidey Sense. Um, right. And st- super strength. And, then, and agility. Yeah. Right. He's got the strength and, and agility of a spider right. at his size. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, but he, uh, in the comics decides for some reason to manufacture this web so he can yeah, swing from it. he's just a it. genius. He is yeah. a genius, yeah. but what about his powers actually would make him decide to do that? Yeah, he can climb things, and he can yeah. he can uh, jump really the, far. Uh, uh, right. Maybe that. I don't know in all of the thing. comics, but in the in the <laughs> Ultimates, he's working on it as like a, a chemistry experiment when he gets uh, bit. And I don't remember. It's not it's not web specifically, but it's some kind of just like sticky substance that, he's, that he's just trying to. Yeah. 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 And so it's just like when he gets bit by a spider, he's kind of looking at his experiment and been like, hmm, 
I could turn this into web shooters. Okay. And that's when, it, you know, that's what he ends up doing. And it's like, that makes sense. I think they even kind of right. do that with the, uh, the Garfield version. Maybe. It's like, I think he, he designs his own web shooters, which is much cooler to me. I like, yeah, that he know, has I like the smart genius chemist. That. Yeah. 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 Here he just yeah, gets this... good grades and takes pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really, they really leaned hard into the I'm the photographer angle yes. of this one. Yes, uh, I he's do like, love. He's it really with... smart with science, but yeah, they just ignore that for the most part. So he tries to freelance uh, through the globe, I believe, uh, or is that Superman? The Bugle. It's the That's, Bugle. Yeah. The Daily Bugle, the yeah, Daily yeah. Bugle. So he, he goes meets uh, J. Jonah Jameson, who's played by J.K. Simmons perfectly in every universe. You can't have you any can't other. You can't recast yeah. him. You just can't. No. It's perfect. He's it's the, the only. It's one of my favorite roles of him. He's so fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, he is phenomenal in this role, and he's really quick too with so everything funny. too. Yeah, so which makes sense because you know in the in the in the newspaper world, he's bombarded with a lot of issues at, at mm-hmm. many you know at, at any time, and it's really funny how he handles them in this by just like one quick writing yes. to everybody. Yes. He is <laughs> especially the boss. his wife, dude. I had a, I think it was my brother's technically, but. We had a J. Jonas Jameson action figure, and oh, fuck uh, yeah. it had a like a switch on the back uh, that made its arms go up and down. Well, one arm go up and down, and the other arm is pointing. And the one and the one <laughs> the arm that goes up and down is a fist, and it came with a desk Uh-oh. so that he could pound on the desk, <laughs> and his his jaw goes up and down too with the switch. So he's <laughs> oh my god. That's fabulous. But it looked like J.K. Simmons. It was it was one of the movie's action figures. It was fantastic. That's genius, man. That's genius. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of boys turned that into uh, and girls maybe turned that into a different gesture. The fist oh, going up and down. You think so? You think yeah. so? I feel like maybe probably maybe they would have canceled the publication of that toy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. They oh, make man. some stupid toys. Um. Yeah, I do. I do love that aspect of this. The Daily Bugle and everything they do there is is really fun. But um, fuck, where were we at before? Oh, I just wanted to tangent. say one thing about J. Jonah Jameson. When Parker brings in, we were talking about him being a photographer. When he brings in hmm. the pictures of Spider Man, because that's how he's trying to make some money uh, from being yeah. Spider Man. Basically, J. Jonah Jameson is looking at them and just trying not to look impressed and he's like jet jet crap 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 yeah it's you're right it's yeah. crap because it's ratings um <laughs> yeah yeah it's for the kids <laughs> yeah uh but he's like i'll give you 200 and he's like uh that seems really low <laughs> <laughs> uh, no honestly though some of those photos if when like because they have an over the shoulder shot but only for a few photos and it really begs the question: How did Peter Parker get yeah, those photos? Right. Yeah. Because one of them, one of them is a close up of Spider Man climbing up a, a skyscraper, and it's mm-hmm. just like so. The only believable idea is that Peter Parker, I was either leaning out of the window of a skyscraper, which is practically impossible, or on top of the skyscraper with a good close up camera angle lens, also practically impossible to believe. Like, yeah. 
it really just begs the question in this movie, how do people not know that Spider-Man's Peter Parker? Yeah, like, right. At least at the Daily like it's Bugle. it's easy to piece this together. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. It's ridiculous, man. Let's kind of get to what the what oh, yeah, brings everything together in this movie, I think. Because uh, I think we talked about all its different components, really, but... what? Um, yeah, well, I, I, I forgot we were talking about Ben Part, uh, Ben Uncle Ben. Oh yes, because that's kind yeah, of that is impetus. kind of what kickstarts everything. Yeah, yeah. is uh, as as I had mentioned long ago before I got lost on that tangent. Uh, ben Parker is you know he drives into the library for that uh, mm-hmm. for unknowingly so that Peter Parker can go to the underground fighting match where he kicks ass. Yeah, uh, but he kicks ass too fast. And doesn't make the amount of money he thought he was going to make, which pisses him off. Yeah, they gave him $100 because he's, he's an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the guy was a greedy dick. Because, you, you know, he was just like, the ad said you had to last three minutes in the ring. You lasted two, as in yeah. you knocked him out in two minutes. And so Peter Parker was just like, well, that's bullshit. And so when he sees that that guy gets robbed, he lets the robber go. Mm-hmm. He doesn't stop him. And he's just like, you can have the elevator. You know, it's not my problem because that greedy motherfucker, you know, pulled one over on me. Uh, little did Peter know, he just let the man who was going to kill his uncle pretty much run scot-free. Yeah. And that's kind of what kicks everything off. What makes him want to do good is because, like, the last things his, his uncle had basically told him was that with great power comes great responsibility. The big Spider-Man quote. And he kind of just throws it back in his face too. It wasn't a pleasant yeah. interaction. No, yeah, and it's 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 that trauma that makes him want to be a hero. That makes him want to do good. Yeah. And so when he, you know, when he has, you know, when he starts to figure out his abilities and starts to to train himself, basically, he starts to try to do good. You know, he starts to try to help people, and then enter the Green Goblin. Yes. He's trying not to help people. He's trying not to. Uh, his motives seem kind of unclear uh, to Spider-Man and the world. It kind of just seems like a maniac, really. Uh, but for yeah. uh, the Green Goblin's uh, motives are to get Norman Osborn as much power as possible. And uh, yes. to do that, like he's going around killing members of his board uh generals in the army all sorts of things um yeah and opposing business companies <laughs> yes opposing yes exactly and uh all the while uh yeah he's keeping this uh because it is a split personality uh he is keep he's not keeping it from himself anymore but he is keeping it from his son Harry who is Peter Parker's roommate and Peter yeah. Parker is Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so eventually, uh, spoilers, Norman finds out. And that's where the the, the end game of this is going. It goes uh, yeah. where that kicks off. He, he knows that Peter is Spider-Man. And so he uses that against him. Uh, yeah. And then it culminates into the, a couple of really great scenes. Um, yeah, like I do, I do like that aspect. I do like the the you know the final like third of this film, even though it feels really quick. Um, I like his plans, like yes. the Green Goblin's plans. That is, they're like, very twisted. Um, how he, 
Yeah, they're very twisted, but he like he really does force Spider-Man to like be put into certain situations where he has to make, you know, choices similar mm-hmm. to like the Joker and Batman. Right. Where it's just like, you know, the Joker is testing him to, you know, to the his limits, to Spider-Man's limits, uh, Batman's limits in that metaphor. Right. But like it's <laughs> I really do like that, especially uh, I'll, I'll say I don't really want to spoil the fights or anything, but there's a moment where where Peter is left with the decision to, you know, save the save the kids or save Mary Jane. Right. And I love that scene. That's a really good scene. Um, it is really good. at the same time. Yeah. It, the one scene that really is weird to me is the dinner scene before that um, mm. k- kind of the scene where where. It's where uh, Norman, Norman finds out. Yeah. 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 Where he pieces it together and finally discovers it. But like Peter doesn't know that Norman Osborn's the Green Goblin there. But every time I watch it, it very much seems like Peter knows. Like he's trying to like, you <laughs> right. know, he's just like, oh, no, my enemy is across the table from me. I can't let him know my secret identity. And I know that it's just like I can't let him know my secret identity. Right? Like, yeah. It, it, but, Norman is being quite probing at the dinner table. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah it definitely feels like Toby is playing it as Peter knows that Norman knows, but I think it's more just like, why are you being so inquisitive? Why do I have to keep on yeah. lying to you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's like, that's how it should feel. Yeah. But it really does not feel that way. It's very <laughs> odd. Like, every time I watch it, I'm just like, why is Peter so worried that his identity is going to be, you know, exposed here? Because, like, to everybody around, he just got a cut on his arm. Yeah. And that's it. And, like, you know, that's that's all he has to rely on. It's, gotta, it's nothing. You know, it's just like, he just basically, he tells his story and that's it. And he just leaves it at that. Yeah, but like the way the way Toby's playing it, like you're saying, he's he's definitely playing it like, oh no, they're gonna find out they're I'm Spider Man if they figure out what this cut is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like I don't understand this scene. It feels so weird. Ugh. Well, should we do closing statements? Yeah, I think we should. I mean, uh, I think it's very highly entertaining. Yes. I really do enjoy it. I know I've been it, been attacking it like crazy, but like that's what we. Do. I mean, it's got flaws. <laughs> Yeah, it's got flaws, and, like, when I was a kid, I loved this movie. Oh, yeah. And that's the only reason I'm really attacking it, is because this is the first time I've watched it in probably a decade, and it was so weird watching it, because there are so many issues with the script, the the CGI is crazy noticeable, like, it's very weird. I still like it. It's. I'm sure it was much more impressible. Yes, yes, it's not bad you can you can go in being like this is an older movie okay yeah they did a pretty good job but it is noticeable heavily noticeable from our standards yeah i will agree yeah because it's like whenever he starts flying around uh new york or or web swinging around new york it's very yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's, it's it's just weird though it's a very obvious cut to cgi and I'm just like, I mean, it's not bad. It is fine. It's just very shiny. The sun yeah. is so fucking prevalent on oh, everything. Yeah, the reflection is yeah. everywhere all the time. And it's, oh, it hurts so much that I'm just like, my God, like, that. that's really what bothers me with the CGI is that. But it's still good. You know, I still enjoy the story. I enjoy the direction. The acting is all fun. Um, it, it 
kind of has a bit of that like Tim Burton Batman feel like Sam Sam Raimi brought in a bit of that yeah but for the most part still kept it very jovial very bright and you know that's that's kind of the point of Spider-Man is he's supposed to be like this this quippy bright happy person who's suffered a lot of loss but he's still able to go out to the battlefield and just make jokes all the time yeah and like I think they understood that pretty well and brought that to the table should have still been more quippy, I think. You know, Spider-Man should should make more jokes, but I'm still giving it a three and a half uh, stars because it's yeah. it's still really fun. Yeah, it's 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 a it's still a pretty damn solid Spider-Man film. Mm-hmm. You know, for for the last twenty years of all the Spider-Man films we've got, this is still like ugh, top three, top five at least. That's fair. It's a really good uh, film, I think. Uh, it 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 is. Very formulaic, but maybe it kind of set the pace for the formula that we see in the movies. Uh, That's fair. It it is a lot earlier than uh, I thought, but also at the same time, maybe that's not fair because it it does have that hero mythos to it, like very closely to what Star Wars has, and um, and, and you know the Batman movies came out much before this, but. This definitely feels like what everyone goes to to say what a superhero movie is, I feel like. And um, I think it is because it it isn't just dark and broody like Batman is. Uh, I give it 100% a full face. It's a a good movie. I I enjoy returning to it. Uh, I think the second one's better. It's one of the few trilogies that I feel that way about. Yeah, I can't. So I'm excited. That was like one of the funny things about this playlist is like, I feel like with Blade, we're going to have less and less to talk about with each movie because there's not you know, well, maybe Blade Trinity will have more to talk about, but I, I don't think so. I think it'll be similar to Blade Two. I hope. Um, I hope that's we going a off bit of more very little. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope we do, but at the same time, like I, I don't know. I don't remember Blade Trinity too much, so like maybe, right. I don't know. When we rewatch it, maybe I'll have more to say. But like, I feel like with the Spider-Man films, we're just gonna have more and more to talk about with maybe. each film because maybe. like <laughs> it's yeah. like. I love number two, and then number three brings in so many things to talk about that oh, I feel yeah. like that'll so just be... so many things to shit yeah. on. Yeah, for sure. Sorry. But no, yeah, I, I agree with you. With, with number one, it's it's pretty damn solid. That, oh, I did... One of my... Another complaint. I know. not. To, I don't want to end on a complaint, but I will. So I'm sorry, all <laughs> lovers of Spider-Man 2002 out there. But like, there's a lot of scenes that just it's like why did they happen like specifically the there's a fire scene there's an apartment on fire Mm. spidey shows up to save a kid he goes in there saves the kid and when he comes out there's another scream up there he goes back up to save somebody and then lo and behold it's a fight between him and the green goblin now and then after like two minutes of pretty solid stuff that i'm just like hell yeah Mm -hmm. and spidey just leaves he just ducks out and and Green Goblin's like, ah, I'll get you next time, Spider-Man. And it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck was this scene? He was Why does late it end for like dinner. This? He was late for dinner. No, but it's just like there's so many scenes <laughs> like that that end so weird. Yeah, you're the, right. They do. Yeah. And maybe there's like That's some it. deleted uh, parts of those scenes. That's what it felt like. And, yeah. Yeah. It really uh, felt like something was yeah. missing. Maybe. It's possible. Well. But whatever. I think that's the show. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is the show. <laughs> Sorry to end on a on a complaint, but no, I, I again, I I did like this movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I love you all, Couch Potatoes. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon, the stretchiest experiment on Earth. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe, or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.